And we're back, baby. We are back. Happy Friday. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the Guy Talk Radio Podcast. Uh, we've got four of us in here tonight. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. You probably recognize every single one of these beautiful faces in here, including mine. But especially the one over there, Mr. Calvin Patterson himself. I need an introduction. Dude, what's Calvin? up, dog? What up, dude? What up, what up boys? Welcome back, man. Uh, it feels good to be back. I'm Look at the way he's sitting there, squad. just like, what's up? Man, I'm just admiring what <laughs> we got going on here, That's man. That's how he's feeling right now. Yeah. Just feeling good yeah. about being back with the team. Yeah, like so where it. you been? KC, man. Um, living in KC, back with the kid. Uh, missing every second of Austin, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? But, Let's uh, go. Kansas City's been amazing, and I'm happy to be back. Um, and, and, you know, good barbecue, family. Is it, the is, boys. It better, is it better Texas barbecue? You know what? I can I can give you the details if you want it. So well, we here, here's, here's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's what it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna solve this question for all of Texas, all of Kansas City. First of all, let's cut the other crap out of the way. No Memphis barbecue, all of that. Well, right. Hold up. Just, <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, right we're gonna, bat, we're gonna right. settle with Texas and, and Kansas. Comes City, in right? hot today. So the thing is, in uh, Texas kills Kansas City when it comes to brisket. There's it's not even a question. Okay. Um, I, I would drive all the way to Texas for brisket. In KC, though, we have burnt ends, and steak is also considered barbecue, right? So here, it's like you go to a steakhouse, you go to get a steak dinner. But in KC, it's like you go to a barbecue spot, and you can get a steak. Um, so that's the big debate. KC is also a wet barbecue, so you get some barbecue sauce with your meat. And here Cover up the flavor, barbecue. man. Oh, fuck. Lack of flavor. Man, between you two, we, we, <laughs> this nah, spot, we, we ain't going to make it to hey, it. You catch me, Terry Blacks. I'm saucing up everything. Hey, so. hey, I'll tell you. I'll oh, tell I you, what. You, you use sauce? We go oh, I can't. Time, you can't. Yeah. And I never go, use sauce. Go ahead. No, nah, nah, I mean, that was, I, I'd say uh, Terry, Terry Blacks moved up my ranks, man. I'd say uh, yeah. Q39 and uh, Jack Stack and KC are my top two. Okay. Q39 is the name of the spot? Yeah. I like it. That's where That's where Kansas like. I will. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute but anyway continue yeah. sorry to interrupt <laughs> nah that's it that's it I, I mean I, I said my piece it's that uh, I still think KC takes the cake with the variety of barbecue but when it comes to brisket Texas is untouchable by the way we didn't introduce this but this is now a barbecue podcast uh, <laughs> yeah so. we're sponsored by there was no... the black family <laughs> All of the barbecue spots in Austin. Thank yes. you, Franklin, you for mean? sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> you mean Black Family? Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you mean Black Family? <laughs> <laughs> Terry, Larry. <laughs> We're three minutes in. We're already cutting yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sweating over here. Oh. There, was, there was no transition into your boy at all. I wasn't ready. So. No, no. This is how we roll. This is how we roll. That's right. It's all every week. It's all we, just, we just come from the jump. And, uh, you know, guys, listeners out there, viewers, you might be noticing me right now. I'm rocking a Kansas basketball jersey. Yeah, 13 minutes away um, from an ass whooping. I'm, <laughs> I'm not a Kansas basketball fan, but I wore this jersey specifically for our brother Calvin since he moved to the great state of Kansas. Uh, could you tell us what's it like living in Anyone Kansas? Anyone listening to this podcast, if you ever approach me and ask if I live in Kansas, you will not make it out of that conversation. I'm Explain why. This, right this, this is new to me, though. Explain why. It, it's just it's just a thing. I learned like, this day one about you. Yeah. I think the first time we ever hung out, you told me I'm from KC I mean, Mo. Like, yeah, we can and all agree don't that get like, it twisted. Like a hundred years ago or whenever, somebody should have said like, "Hey, let's not have this city span two states. Like, let's just <laughs> yeah. call it two different cities, yeah. right?" But like, I mean, <laughs> I, I really there 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 is a story behind it that uh, Kansas. It was actually Kansas City, Missouri first, and then Kansas City, Kansas literally got jealous and named their city Kansas City, Kansas. Wow. I think that's a story. But it's, even besides that, I mean, there's just not a damn thing in Kansas City, Kansas, right? I mean, nothing. The Jayhawks, trash. We don't even talk about it. <laughs> just so you know the hate, I you can look at my Facebook. Last week uh, when KU was in the tournament, they got, actually, they got roasted by uh, USC. Um, I posted a status on my Facebook, and all my boys cussed me out, but I said – Lost my firstborn today. He claims to be a KU fan. Oh, we don't no. do that here. So if I'm willing to cut my son off, I'll cut all you fuckers off in a heartbeat. <laughs> Last week, Tanner uh, Tanner lost us all of our North Dakota listeners, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah? half our contingency here. Yeah. And now we lost the other half with our Kansas yeah, listeners. Yeah, our Kansas yeah. So, are out the door now. Man, back to back, two states. Black so basically what Will's saying is he's sitting in a, in a roll of toilet paper right now. <laughs> well, first and foremost, um, I'm glad that you have – survived the Kansas winters up there and that you've made it down here to Texas um, is, uh, you know, I know today's podcast and we'll get into some other stuff, but I just want to know, like, have you 
like to get down here, did you take a plane or did you follow the yellow brick road? (laughs) (laughs) You know he's been preparing these all week long. This guy was writing jokes like like he's like these times. Hey, y'all know that's off the top, baby. That's off the top. What I actually did, I tapped your sister's red slippers. (laughs) You know my mom listens to this podcast. You know mom listens to this podcast. (laughs) Sorry, sis, but you know the red slippers. Uh, got, they made the trip a little oh, no. easier. So. Well, listeners out there, I, we're we're joking here, but I this is what we've been missing. You know, Calvin's been our, our missing piece of the puzzle here for uh, a couple months now, man. Dude, this I'm so happy. I, I feel like I'm goofy smiling up here. Um, so, uh, but dude, just to kind of change subjects for a minute, and then we're we're gonna get back into the the, the playfulness here, but. I think all of us guys who know, like, you know, what's it been like making that transition from Austin? You lived here for what, a little over three years mm-hmm. to now being back in Can you know, in Kansas City, KC Mo, um, you know, with your family, your son and, you know, with your new role in, in work. So what's what's been up? Like what's it been like? Yeah. Um, man, so all the friendships and just the time spent in Austin was uh, you know, not only personal growth, but career growth. Um as we, as we, you know, we started this thing talking about, you know, mental, just our, our mental uh, space. And so the mental clarity I had going home and back to KC and just like, I went home with the focus of being a good father, um, first and foremost, um, focusing on my career, and then just trying to work on myself personally. So that was what I took from Austin going home. Um, I'd say that uh, the transition's been pretty smooth. Um, you know, Casey, Casey is home to me. You know, even when I was here for three years, I referred to it as home. Um, but there's just something about Austin, man, that I just love. I was telling G today that it's like I love KC, but Austin's just beautiful, man. It's just uh, yeah. the people here, the environment, the 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 industry, um, all the all the different things you're able to do here in Austin. It's just um, so much fun, and I, I miss it. But then also, you know, KC is is home. It's it's familiar. You have family there. Um, obviously, my son's there. So um, transition's been pretty smooth. Obviously, I mean, I I, I can't say that uh, I've faced any challenges right now outside of just trying to figure out how to spend more time with my kid. And then I miss you boys. Um, my girlfriend's here, so like trying to make that that move and. And so that's that's probably been the most difficult part of it, man. It's just missing the relationships that I built here, missing Austin, my paddleboard. You boys know I love my, my <laughs> I love my paddleboard. I wonder board, when that man. would come up. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't take long. Biggest so paddleboard. Yeah, in biggest paddleboard. Yeah. Like all paddleboard. four of us fit on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I think I've seen Calvin it's, on that paddleboard with like seven other people on it dancing. So I mean, it is literally, guys, Google the biggest. <laughs> just go to Google and type in ginormous paddleboard. Calvin Patterson paddleboard. It's a paddleboard for a boss, you know. Yeah, but yeah, um, I like it. But uh, yeah, man, I, I miss my paddleboard. I miss being on the water. Um, like I said, again, the the most um, pertinent thing or what I miss the most is definitely the people and all the friendships we built. Um, Saturdays on Rainy Street with the oh, boys. Your like, favorite. I, I God, mean, every Saturday, I was so sick of it. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Apparently, hey, that was my fault. That's another that, story. To talk we talked about this at the gym today. He, he's convinced that Saturdays on Rainy weren't really his idea. It wasn't. It wasn't my idea. Whose idea? That's was news it? to me, right? It was. It was Hold up! No. I got a story for us. <laughs> and we do need it. to go down that let's, rabbit let's hole. Let's take it. We can hey, take. We just, can take you know, it there. Anyway. for that all night parking by accident, <laughs> big fella. <laughs> One of the best days of my life. Yeah, we went. We went from like uh, doing hit workouts at the domain to spending entire days on Rainy Street. I didn't make that transition. I think that was you, big dog. But we'll see. What a Scotts over burgers tonight. Yeah, you know. Anyway, well, yeah. dude, I, 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 you know, I know we've all missed you, and, and you know, I think. Uh, I think, you know, one, thank you for, for sharing that because I know it has been a big transition for you not being mm-hmm. here and, and how much you love the city. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure we'd all like to know, you know, what, what you and Jonas been up to, man? And, and for our listeners out there, Jonas is his amazing, beautiful son. Yeah. Who's like a, a, a godchild to me. The kid <laughs> is a freaking stud. He's he is. Six, coming up on six, yep, coming six. on six, and he's six foot four. Um, <laughs> already committed to Kansas. At <laughs> a boy. Yeah. <laughs> He can change his last name (laughs) before he does that. Um, Man, just to, there, you know, I know I'm the only father in the room, but for any fathers that are listening, like, there's nothing better than just watching your kid grow. And I'm sure mothers feel the same way, right? Like, watching, you know, I say my my seed, which Mm -hmm. take that you want, but watching your seed grow, right? Which is just the way that they they communicate. And I mean, one of my one of my favorite moments is like watching him with his little friends you know, high-fiving, smiling. He's on the basketball court. Like, this dude 
goes from being this very high energy, fun loving kid to he gets a basketball in his hands and it's just like, it's time to play, you know? And one thing I missed out on in three years that I was here is I didn't, I never seen that transition, right? I didn't see him become so competitive. You know, when I left, he was just, you know, he didn't really know what sports was. He was what, two and a half, three years old. And although I seen him frequently while I was here, I didn't see that transition. So now when I'm there, it's like I see him playing sports and I see him like like every night he wants to read a book before we go to bed. And I'm like, I'm just really intrigued in like how much he's grown, you know. Um, so now I'm just focused on supporting him and like just loving him and making sure he knows like dad's been here the entire time. I'm, I'm here to watch you grow. I'm here to I'm, I'm here for you, you know, and I mean, he's just he's such a little stud, man. I, I just I can't talk about my kid enough. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he. He can do whatever he wants. He's he's just uh man, amazing dude. Amazing dude. Love being awesome. a dad. I love yeah. being a dad, man. I, I I can't I can't explain the feeling of just watching watching your kid, you know, just sitting back and being yeah. like probably like watching Ace. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like you know, but I think yeah. we love hearing that because it was so hard to lose you, mm-hmm. but we knew the reason why. You know, yeah. we all we all got it. Like, hey, you're 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 making a very, you know, manly decision, yeah. a very responsible man, this yeah. father decision. And we love hearing that it was the right move, man. It was definitely a growth moment, man. It was a a moment of like um, when I was off for the position with my my job and my career. Um, I mean, you guys know it. I mean, it, it came around two or three times. How many times did I tell you I'm moving home? I'm not. I'm moving home. I'm not. And I just felt like this time was going to be that one time where it, it, there was no coming back. If I didn't do it this time, I, I was going to get. I was going to have to change careers, um, or just make the decision to to stay and. Uh, I don't know, just something just kind of told me. I don't, you know, I don't know if it was faith or what it what it was, but I just made a decision to do it, and, and I'm I'm happy I did. So, and I think the goal long term would be to have him here in Austin, but right now I'm I'm happy with the decision. So, man, yeah, yeah. It's, that that brings a a smile to my face, and I I I know how much that dude means to you, and I think yeah. that's a that's a huge trend, you know, huge transition for you, and also for. I mean, I, I know that probably feels good for Grant and Sean, all, all of us, you know, to hear as well, because one day I'm sure, you know, we all want to be fathers as well mm-hmm. and, and have that experience. And um, I know for me personally, growing up at, with a single mom, like, dude, I would I would would have killed to have something that you have with him. So yeah. I think that's super, super precious and need to hold on to that. So, no, I appreciate um, it. well, dude, I mean, traveled all the way here from Kansas. We're <laughs> just... <laughs> So I'm going to be super selfish, man. I want to know what you all miss most about your boy. Because I know know the void. I've been talking a lot. I (laughs) thought he was in charge today. I'm going to push this to Sean. I'm going to let him go first on this one. Can you go first? Mm. Oh, yeah. Over there, mullet boy. There's just so so many things. It's just hard to think of one. Because while you guys are thinking, I will tell you that I've missed the shit out of all you guys. Like, you know, you go home. And like I said, I've been in a really great space. I was telling G earlier. I've been in a great space mentally spending as much time as I possibly can with my kid, um, missing Austin. But, I mean, just being able to pick up the phone, call the boys, meet at a, at a bar, or just, you know, go, go get a workout in. I'm, I do miss that camaraderie, and it's been hard. So, so yeah, that's why I asked. Just, uh, While you think, I know you're not lying either because one thing that I've picked out since you've left, and it's one thing that we all do a, a very good job of, especially now, I'm saying all of us, is that – um, you know, for our listeners out there, I mean, this this inner friend group, the OGs, is what we like to call ourselves. You know, the original guys that we all met here in Austin is that after every phone call, we always say, you know, hey, love you, bro, love you too. Like, no matter if it, even if it's just a bullshit call, and you always struggled with that. Mm-hmm. Like, you you would do it, but now every time I've talked to you since you've left, you always say it, and you make yeah. a point mm-hmm. to say it. Really, and yeah. I love you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I love you too. There we go. Hey! Let's go. No, it was. It was. It was all. I told you it was always hard for me. It's always hard yeah. for me to say I love yeah. you. Yeah, I used to take that personally because I I would say it to everybody and I'd hear it back from everybody but you and I was like mm. Calvin like doesn't like no, me. No, no, it's just it. it's just, just like, like I, I like you too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, yep, yep, same. He gets raised. It doesn't come out well. Even yeah. then, like even when I say it now, it still still comes out. Now smoother I think when it comes out sometimes now it's more like love you too, bro. Like real quick, like real quick. I love you, bro. I'll take it. Yeah, but anyway, so yeah. back to Sean over here. <laughs> oh man, um, I'll just not analyze it too much and just go with the first thing that comes to mind is just um, the ease at which, or when like when we make a decision and we were gonna go out and have like a like, hey, screw it, you know what? This is a this is a rain street day, or this is a we're going wherever, dude. The way that you could just like cut loose and just like, I mean, 
what just i don't know have a blast you don't care anybody else that's in that bar <laughs> you're just like in your own little world yeah. having a having a blast and that was that's something i've always struggled with so it's like cool to be able to see that in some of my friends and like kind of emulate um so yeah just uh I mean, we had we had our our fair share, pre-COVID times of uh of, of rainy street days. Oh, yeah, Generally, sure. starting with <laughs> with brunch and and yeah, yeah. who knows where uh, spot we had to go to every time. <laughs> so good because the they changed that damn rule yeah, with the know. three mimosas. Oh, the mimosas oh, dude. so good. Uh, going from a pint to like eight ounces. What was? Yeah. It's a joke. What are we gonna do, man? Yeah. G, <laughs> G, what about you? Mine is it's it's funny because it's almost the opposite of Sean's where. I loved, I, and what I really miss, honestly, is like going out with the boys, everybody's having a great time, but you and I would often find, especially if it was like a house party or whatever, mm-hmm. we'd find our way to kind of like the quieter end, and we'd be talking shop, man. I miss yeah. like the, like we both have a kind of that entrepreneurial mindset. Mm-hmm. We'd always be talking about, hey, what about this? For a guy talker, for other business business ideas, like because my mind as an, like an entrepreneur, like my mind is always going that direction. So I, sometimes I have to like try to turn that off at a party or like out socially, but it's never really turned off. And so I love that like I could be out socially having fun with you, but while we're drinking, having a good time cutting up with yeah. the boys, like we're talking shop. So. We used to get deep. Oh, so <laughs> deep. deep so deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll get back to it. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Oh, How about man. you, Will? Whew. Oh, man. So many good memories. Um, I'd say the... I'd say that two things. I, I got two things I miss most about you. One is, is definitely um, just... I mean, dude, you're you're my guy always to to want to watch sports and just like link up and and go out, you know, spur of the moment. Um, hey, dude, it's it's nine thirty on a Friday night. Like I've been on my couch. You're like, don't you dare put your head down on that couch. <laughs> like, put some pants on. Let's go out and have fun. And like always, you're you're the guy always getting me to go out. And then I, I let loose. I love mm-hmm. to have a good time, as you all know. Yep. Um, I'd say that. And then just man, like. You know, living in the domain together, I I miss those days because like yeah. the domain sucked. Like to anybody listening, <laughs> if you live in the domain, I'm sorry. Yeah, like it's its own bubble. It's its own bubble. Yeah. But for the fact that you live there, I mean, every Saturday we rode together to Sprint Squad. Um, like yeah, lift, yeah. during the week, we would walk to Rock Rose and go have drinks or whatever. Just like work out in the afternoons. Like those are things I cherish mm-hmm. forever. So, um, I don't know, man. I just miss you, dude. I appreciate. And I'm that. glad you're back. Like, I miss- I, it's it's it it definitely hasn't been the same without you here. Yeah. So agreed. Well, yeah, I appreciate that uh, little uh, pamper Calvin moment there. Oh yeah. Appreciate well, you. well, remind <laughs> me of one more. Um, I really appreciate how you always let me beat you at Sprint Squad. Thank you. Oh, oh here we go, <laughs> dude. Ooh. I smoked him too, man. We're gonna keep it honest. Yeah. Lies are starting already. And there's not even Sprint Squad right now going on. Yeah. So there's no way to prove it tomorrow. Wow. I'll wake up tomorrow and burn you, Ooh, dude. That's a, that's a, Call them out. Yeah. Tell them to prove we're, it. Wear that jersey, too, just so we can see them lose again. We could tell the flag football story while we're on here if we need to. Oh, no. The time we'll I'm lost to. on the game winner. <laughs> Shut them down. Yeah. Get your man. <laughs> Get your man. Your boy's about to catch a case. <laughs> catch a case uh, no, I, I do love it. I, I know Will's got some things prepared. We're going to jump into the episode here and, and kind of dive into things. But I do love, like, I assume people who are Guide Talk members or listen to the podcast know how close the four of us have always been. Mm-hmm. But like, I just want to reiterate for like new listeners or people who maybe have forgotten, like, like this is where it started. This is where Guide Talk started. This is where uh, you know a, a lot of awesome thing, a lot of awesome relationships started for me, especially in Austin. Um, you guys are like my first real friends here. Um, and I'm so appreciative of this. And this is like reminiscent of all the times the four of us were, were known as the boys in, uh, what was it, 2019, I think? Uh, we were inseparable. Been, yeah. 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 Yeah, because we yeah. met February, early February 2019. Yeah. All of that year, uh, obviously pre-COVID in 2020, but all of 2019, like, if if one Float or... the one river, or, like, yeah. there's so If we many. showed up without, like, anybody of the four the of us... The other ones like, were on the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, like, hey, yeah they're on the way. Where's, yeah. where's Sean today? It's like, oh, he's out of town, obviously, or he'd be here. You yeah. Know? yeah, or he's just running late. Like, yeah. he's coming. Yeah. Like, well, Sean's yeah. always early. You're Sean's not late. Will, Will's, late. Will's, Will's running late. Yeah. It's two white lies for Will today. Yeah, I'm not on time very often. Just for work stuff, we but outside you. of work, it's, we love yeah. you. It's all good. Hey man, I appreciate it. I appreciate <laughs> it. That's why I'm wearing this jersey just for you, dude. Um, yeah. So a, a couple things before we kind of dive into uh, into kind of what I had planned for tonight, um, I wanted to to ask you 
because you have a brand new haircut. Oh yeah, brand new and, face, really. Oh, that is. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's. I, I look. I catch myself looking in the mirror, and I'm like, I, it takes a second for me to recognize myself again. So, first yeah. question is before I ask you the serious one is, what was no. county jail like earlier today? <laughs> it's tough, man. Not as hard as as federal prison though. Oh, the pen was tough. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. it looks. I'm just kidding. It looks, it looks good. So, you know, run me run me through on like the haircut because I, yeah. I actually I really do like it. It's a, it's 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 taking me a minute to like, yeah, oh, get used sure. to who you for are. Sure. Right it's, now. I mean, yeah, because I. I cut off like almost six inches and so uh it it was it was kind of a decision last night um so yesterday i made some big decisions in my life like where i want to go like career-wise and personal-wise and i just i, I kind of came to the realization that like hey if if like you want to commit to like making some real changes like like prove it to yourself you know and because a lot of times i just in life i'm just like yeah i'll do that in six months you know six months from now i'll make this hard decision whatever I was like, you know what? No, like I want to prove to myself that I can do something that's pretty drastic, pretty yeah. hard, like now, you mm -hmm. know? And uh, just last night around like 8 p.m., I knew I had a haircut coming up this morning. Last night around 8 p.m., I started thinking, I was like, what if I freaking buzz my hair tomorrow, you know? And so, I, I of course, I overanalyze it. I text the two guys. I text Ryan Shaw up in Columbus, Ohio, who had the long man bun. He's got swag. Know, so much swag. Yep. But he recently sh uh, shaved off the man bun. Not only did he do a buzz cut, but he bleached his hair blonde at the same wow. time. Wow. So he went all in. Slim man. Shady. Yeah. Slim Shady is right. So I hit him up, and at the same time, I hit up our boy Tanner from the podcast last week, who recently buzzed his hair as well. And I got two very different responses from the two of them. You know, <laughs> uh, Ryan wrote back, was like, fuck yeah, do it, man. He's, he's like, dude, it'll grow back. Like, change is good. Like, embrace it. Do it with confidence. You'd look great. Mm -hmm. And Tanner wrote back and was like, fuck no, dude. Don't do it. <laughs> it's the worst decision of my life. I hate it. And so I was like really conflicted. Walked into the barber this morning and Noah, I told Noah, I was like, what if we go somewhere in between, you know, go like kind of short and, you know, he was like, dude, if we're doing it, we're going to do it. And I thought of Ryan's well, advice. Disappointed you don't yeah. have a, a, a straight razor didn't touch that. If no, we're, if dude. We're well, Calvin gave me the, the heads yeah. up not to do the straight yeah. razor because then my hair will be forever gone. Believe me, no coming so, back from that. Man. Yeah. So no, I just, I looked at Noah, I got the phone out, took a video and I uh, said, let's do it. And you know, I don't, I, no regrets, no regrets, you know? Feeling good, none at all. And I, I think it's uh, I think it, it it shows a lot of like your character too, of like your your goal setting. And I know, um, I've had friends over the years who have grown like either dreadlocks for a certain reason, or have done the same thing. Like they're gonna grow the long hair out and yeah. then cut it when they reach a certain goal, or vice versa. Like you're doing shaving. I think yep. that's really smart, kind of holding yourself accountable. Yeah, saying, hey, I'm gonna do this new new grant. Yep, and go after these certain goals, especially now that we have this fitness challenge coming yep. up. Um, which I I'm going to destroy on. you guys because of this haircut. <laughs> okay, Sean. <laughs> we got the locks of love over here. I think we got to up that. We were talking about a dinner. Like, I think we got to, we got to just like, loser gets a face tat. Like, I think Dude, we just. Like, you guys back, you guys are the ones that backed off of the I know, dinner. I've rarely met Calvin like, loser <laughs> like that. Loser gets a face tat. <laughs> I mean, do you think I'm, do you think I'm the one who's not out, in? Though. They, oh, they really? want to lower the stakes earlier. No. I now mean, we're talking about upping the stakes. There we go. Listen. Listen, listen, Linda. Uh-huh. Listen, Linda. I'm. I'm just saying. Um, we're just gonna absolutely smoke you. Uh, I, I will take my dinner and my money in ones because I plan on making it rain afterwards. Okay. So yeah, it's uh, Calvin wants in on the challenge. By the way, so you want in? Add him. Yeah. Oh, what you did today? You still you backing out? No, no, no. No, you, no, you I, don't want in. No, I'm, I said it that no, way. No, you do. Like you all know, you don't stand a chance. Calvin. There's only, only, only one with so much body fat to lose here. So. <laughs> well, we're going, we're going, we're, we're going, going relative. Yeah, it's relative percent mm. change. I think, yeah, we not tried absolute this percent mm -hmm. drop. Yeah, we yeah. tried this once. And it's I don't think we, I don't think we, did any, I don't think we followed you, up. No, yeah. so you're you're in. I'm in. All right, all right. Listeners, all right. That makes six of us now. So yeah, let's go. When's the date? April first. We're gonna try to get next week and go do the the deca scans. Crowning the champion day. When is that? Oh, end of May. End of May. Sounds like a long time. Last day of May. First day of June. Yeah, first day of June. Weigh in on the first day of April and the first day of June. Yep. All right. And you heard it here first. Honestly, that would be the day that Calvin gets his first face tat. And got to live. Talent's God given, baby. Oh, I like it, Boo Miles. Let's go. Let's go. Well, all right. Before we jump into today's kind of plans, and, and there's you know, more. Oh, there's more. Oh, wow. Um, you know, as I'm sitting here and I'm looking around this room, and you know, we're four good looking dudes, I just got to ask Grant something. <laughs> oh, geez. Here we go. Oh, no. Grant. Yeah. Dude, are you on Botox? Because your face looks so nice. Oh, well, thank you for noticing. <laughs> I'm not on Botox. Oh. I'm on something better. What do you, dude? Got to tell me. What are you? Are on? you sure you can handle this? 
Hit me with use it. Usehuron.com. <laughs> you heard of them, Calvin? <laughs> I, actually, I heard Will, of them previously on this podcast. Will always tease me up for these like uh, these infomercials. Oh, I love it. it. I love it because Matt Molinax is a Guy Talk member, started co-founder of uh, Huron Men's Products. Yeah. Uh, I did put on the eye roller today. You know, I wanted to make sure I looked good. Uh, come into the podcast booth here. I no longer need really the shampoo or conditioner, uh, so I can give that to you guys. Honestly, yeah, can you, yeah. can you, honestly, can you I'll pass out. that over. Face wash, body wash, I use it all. But yeah, I'll pass that along. But yeah, use code guy talk, all one word for twenty percent off. Use here on dot com. Boom, love it. Love it. And tea. also, we were sipping on something pretty darn tasty today. Uh, and like last week, we're uh, we're drinking some Austin East Ciders, their new hard seltzer, Lucky Springs or Luck Springs, excuse me. Uh, it's lemonade, 100 calories. If you're looking at, you know, looking at keeping that that tone fit body for the summer, yep. I don't even know if this is released yet to the public, but it is so good. Um, Use code guy talk to get it released in your local neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're we're getting there. But, yeah, one day. Um, but shout out to them for for sponsoring us in the studio here. They've uh, they've been super super awesome to to help us, you know, out and build this relationship partnership with them. They've got a new location over by Zilker Park. If you want to check it out. Great food, great drinks, and yep. then they also just teamed up with the new pro soccer team here, yep. Yep. Uh, and also Secret Disco Society. So if you're looking for a little little fun in your nightlife, check out Secret Secret Disco Society. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. It's a mouthful. <laughs> that was a mouthful. It Secret a mouthful. Disco Society. But anyway, how, how many of those Eastsiders has he drank? All right, uh, <laughs> well, comment, comment on. your guess. All right, moving on. No, that's that's Eastsiders. That's it's like a, a sub brand of yeah. Eastsiders. So that's their that's their new hard seltzer they just released. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, I re- so, honestly right? I don't think it's in stores yet. Mm. It's it's super... it doesn't say anywhere on here. No, Austin awesome Eastsiders. Yeah, that's what I was wondering when you said that. That is a little confusing. We better we better uh, confirm that. Um, that's kind of funny. Luck Springs, you know. Yeah. Or uh, we're, well, we'll get back to the audience <laughs> on that one. Either way, TBD. Either way, it's 100 calories. Absolutely delicious. Whoever uh, it is, they're yeah. the sponsor. Yeah, all right. They are uh, great. <laughs> all right. So we're today, so kind of what I want to do here, since the four of us are together, the mm-hmm. boys are back. And, and Will's been planning this and I am pumped. Yeah, I'm I've mm-hmm. I have no we none of us have any no, right? no, idea. Have no idea. No idea. I, so, I've been sitting on listen this up. been sitting on this for a while. Um we're gonna we're gonna go around, we're gonna play a little game of hot seat. Okay. okay? And basically what that is is we're gonna take one at a time. So like we're gonna put Cal in the hot seat first. Grant, you'll ask him a question, whatever whatever you want. It could be Ooh. something super deep. It could be something super funny, like, "Hey, would you rather, um, would you rather know, you know, how you're gonna die or when you're gonna die? Something like that. It, it, it could be dark. It could be humorous. Whatever you want. <laughs> Not go with that. One. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I know. Yeah. Just an example. Just an example. Yeah, yeah. But we're gonna go around and play hot seat because I think right. it's a great way for one for us to have a little fun here, but also two for our audience to really get to know who you are as a person yeah. because yeah. it's gonna make you think and it could be. Honestly, you can ask whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, would you rather have all the money in the world and, you know, not be happy? Or would you rather have 500 bucks to your name and be the happiest man alive? Like, what would you rather have? You do a lot with 500 bucks. Exactly. Anyway, you could flip it. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. We ready? Crypto, we, right? We, yep. we kind of understand the flow here. So, Diamond Calvin's hands. on the hot seat <laughs> yeah. first. Grant will ask him a question. We'll cool. talk about it. Then it'll go to me. I'll ask you a question. We'll talk about it. Sean, and then boom. Okay, cool. Then so it'll go to Grant. Okay. And all right. Then blah, blah, all right. Blah. I like that. But I think right. it'll be a, a just a fun way to kind of you know keep it keep it loose yeah. in here. But also you know it's been a while since we've seen you since you moved to Kansas. So let's get yeah. it rolling. Okay, I'm, cool. I'm so you're nervous. on the hot seat. I'm more nervous to make up questions than I am to answer yeah. them. I sure. oh, you just gotta like, go off, <laughs> off the exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's the point. It's gonna yeah. make you kind of yeah, yeah. go off the top. Okay, so. and we're gonna do like fairly quick responses, right? Like not yeah, it can okay. yeah, a couple minutes. Uh, Calvin, what is you know there's okay so there's been obviously. The, the topic of race has been huge, yeah. right, for the past couple of years. I, yeah, a couple of years now. And, like, it, it feels like the conversation's really getting going, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, like, negativity going on in that conversation. I'd love to have a little, like, like positivity going. So what is your favorite thing about being a black man in America today? My favorite thing about being a black man in America today? Um, say, man, I, I'm sure that as soon as I give an answer that I'm going to think of something else. But right now... Um, I feel like the black man's voice is being heard and the way that not just black men, but black women also, um, are able to kind of push culture and like push, um, uh, 
obviously the social the social injustice movement, right? But just the way that they, that we're influencing um, society is is pretty neat to me um, because I feel like that voice has been muzzled for so long, right? Um, and with social media and the different outlets and the prominent people that you know you and I spoke about earlier, the way that they're coming out and like speaking has been uh, very just influential to what's going on. Um, but also like you know you think about some people that you've admired or you look up to that you may not know have had certain experiences and now they're the ones that are speaking out and say, yeah, that's happened to me. It's really made you kind of just li listen. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think that, um, that's, that's something that I'm proud of. And then, uh, yeah, just, that, uh, just that, that piece, just, um, the voice that we're able to have now and, and the influence on, on society. Nice. It's a good deal, man. That's a All good right. question. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Who would you rather? All right, let's let me ask you this. Let's see. Let's see. I had two brewing in my head, but I think this would be a, a fun. I one. love this, by the way. Like yeah. this setup. This, yeah. yeah, it's just, it's yeah. fun. It's it's yeah. a cool little game you can kind of play with your friends and, and get to really know them and also mm -hmm. like also mess with each other too because you can ask them yeah. really <laughs> yeah. horrible things yeah. if you want, uh, which we might say for our guy talk after dark right. podcast. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> it's gonna cost you ten bucks to listen to it, but uh. Um, oh, these episodes have not been released yet uh, right, or right. recorded. Sean's been pushing for Guy Talk only, After Dark for a long time. OnlyFans slash GuyTalk.co. Yeah. <laughs> I'm worried there's actually one out there. Yeah, it's only feet pics only. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, not, don't, anyway. Go don't, Anyways. Go, don't go there. Um, ooh, Calvin. Okay. If you could go back to high school and change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Mm. <laughs> um like to high school need some music in the background yeah for sure this is awkward <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean so i'd say like growing up um it's like every, every guy's dream not every guy's dream in my high school but like most of the kids dreams in high school were to play professional sports right so i wish that now when i moved to austin i like for a brief second took up one to become an actor and like being theater. Mm. So I wish in high school that I didn't I wanna say make fun of those guys. But I wasn't really <laughs> I wasn't really yeah. like I was like, who the hell wants to be in what what's it called? Uh theater? drama the, drama, uh, theater drama class. Club, yeah. like, why the hell you wanna do that? Why are you going to school at six o'clock PM on stage? Like you dude, know, you're from Fulton, Missouri, you're never gonna make it. If I could cheer you <laughs> right now, I cheers you because I'm the same way I yeah. one of my life goals is to be on SNL. I think I or just in a movie yeah. comedy and and now I wish like I done the same. now like I'm researching like just short film actors and just trying to know their life story and like I got a friend back home who does some short film stuff um and the guy I was working with here that was helping me coach like you know he's been involved in some major films and I'm just like man I really wish that I wasn't just focused on being an athlete in high school like I wish that I would have taken the time to, ex yeah. to think about some other things and and put my neck out there you know so I like it. I like Better it. late than never, man. I'm, are you still looking at, at doing some of that? Calvin C. Patterson, IMBD. Oh, <laughs> look it up. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. I'm going to Google that when I get yeah. home. Yep. Uh, you won't find much. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Oh, what you got, Sean? In my turn. All right, Calvin, already we've talked about you're a massive sports fan. Mm -hmm. um, if you could go back in time and and be in the crowd live at any sport event that's ever happened. What would you what would you choose? Ooh. What comes to mind? Oh man. Um man, that's a hell of a question. I for any sporting event, as much as I love the Chiefs, you guys know where I'm going. Oh, I would I know where you're going. I would love to have been at Kobe's last game. Mm. Sixty points, his last that game. That didn't even come to mind. That's an incredible answer yeah. though. Yeah. yeah. I mean the I, I remember watching every moment from the couch, yeah. right? Like he he's at like fifty points with two minutes left. Just They're insane. down by like six or seven points, and this dude, not, what, eight points in a row with yeah. a minute left. I mean, I, I would have loved to been there for that, you know. But, That's a great answer. Yeah. That is, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, That's P cool. man. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, did we all cry when when we found out Kobe died? Yeah, I know yeah. I did. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I remember the, the our group chat. We had a group yeah. chat where I, yeah. I don't know if, if Calvin was the first one to text into it. Somebody was just yeah. like, it was like, there was no word. Just like, man, like dot, dot, dot. Like, yeah. like, like yeah, what that, happened? What do you yeah, mean? That, and it that, just said like Kobe. And we were that like, one huh? hurt. I think that yeah. at that point too. And I think in our country as well, we were all like already mm -hmm. kind of in a 
shit like, show. When yeah. was that? That was like one of those February. That happened uh, one right month when the before pan- COVID started. Yep. Right, right before was, COVID? Yep. Right before like the lockdowns. Oh, wow. Because our everybody was already kind of in a little bit of a frenzy. We're having like, some issues. Yeah. It was two twenty four, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that? Yeah, wow. and COVID yeah. two weeks. Uh, yeah. COVID like three eleven ish was mm-hmm. when COVID started locking wow. everything yeah. down. I mean, yeah, that's one of those moments you remember exactly where you're at when mm-hmm. you get the news. Yeah. But it, it brought everybody together. So yeah, I mean, that's a yeah. very like nine eleven moment because I mean I'm yeah, sure we can all think about when you when nine eleven hit where you were at. Yeah. I mean I was mm-hmm. in Schoolsby's class. Like I can still it's remember just one of those yeah. things. Like man, like yeah. if 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 Kobe's not invincible, nobody is, no. right? Like, yeah. that was, I remember, like, very clearly mm-hmm. thinking that. Like, man, I mean, that kind of freak thing can happen to him. Like, yeah, it's like, I, I, I don't know who it was that said it, but they were like, you were just expecting them to, like, walk out of the ashes yeah. with his yeah. daughter. And right? Just, yeah. And that's what I thought. It's like, this man's invincible sure to me, man. <laughs> right, that's what we're going to hear, right? Like, yeah. Kobe's the only one who's, yeah. right? Kobe and his daughter are the only if survivors, I, yeah, right? If like, I, If you guys don't mind, I'd want to expand just a little bit. So yeah. one of the things with that, I would have loved to have been there, but what, my biggest regret that I had, is when I moved to, uh, not my biggest regret, but one of my biggest regrets, <laughs> is when I moved to Texas my first weekend. It was November 5th or 6th, uh, 2017. And Kobe and the Lakers were playing in Houston. And I like had it on my phone to buy these tickets, buy the tickets, and I didn't. It was my one chance to see him. I'm in Houston. I didn't go because the um, Astros were playing in the World Series. And so I just wanted to watch the the uh, World Series game and I'm like man I just I've regretted it since then and then obviously when all Damn. that happened it hurt a little bit more it's like that was your Damn. one time to see him yep. in person yeah. buy the tickets man. that's one of my <laughs> yep. buddies life miles is buy the tickets I think it's just so cool yeah. Yeah. plane yeah. ticket sports ticket concert whatever yeah, if you're yeah if you're thinking about doing it yeah. just do yep. it buy the yep. tickets because yep. at the end of the day I mean as long as you have a job you know but you're <laughs> yeah. you're working hard it's like you only get one shot at this yep. you know yep. like take it so. Yep. Well, dude, all right. Good passing answers. the hot seat over. We're going to do a couple of rounds while we got time in here, yeah. but now pass it over to Grant. Calvin, you get to ask the first question. To Grant. All right. That's the Calvin music. I didn't know I was going to go first. I do feel a little warm in here. I can go first if you'd want. If you want me to, then we can go back around. That's fine. All right. Grant, let's go, baby. Let's go. Mm. That's how he starts every podcast. Yeah, mm. let's go. We're back, baby. We're let's back. Go. I mean, because realistically, we are. Yeah, back no, every he's, Friday. he's not wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Ooh, so if you could pick, if you could have picked another city to to move to besides Austin, Texas, uh, where would it have been and why? Oh man, uh, well, I almost did. Uh, I would. It would easily be like the. Uh, it would be North Carolina. I don't know exactly what city, probably like the Charlotte area, but closer to water. Um, because like my big goal has always been like have a lake house by age 32 and I'm 30 now. Um, and that was even before I moved to Austin or anything. Um, but the, the cool thing is, is my parents actually just closed on a lake house outside of Charlotte off of Lake Norman, Lake Davidson, which is an offshoot of Lake Norman. They closed on it yesterday, Thursday. So uh, super pumped that I now have a family lake house at age 30, which is going to be fun to go visit. Um, but I don't know, something about the, the Carolinas, have you guys driven through the Carolinas, like, especially like in the fall, have you driven through the Carolina mountains at mm-hmm. all? Oh my God. I just, have uh, you... I just heard of my company's opening a, like a Raleigh Durham office. Ooh, and I beautiful. was like, I mean, I'm not looking to leave Austin right now, but in yeah. the future. Yeah. Real yeah. talk. I may, I mean, depending on what happens in Austin, like I think Austin's home, but in the future I could totally see myself either having a second place or like, like quasi retiring or starting a family in yeah north carolina because it is insanely beautiful uh pretty moderate climate it's a lot closer to my family like seven hours versus 18 or 19 but man if anybody has a chance to go visit the carolina mountains uh, in the fall breathtaking stunning boom i like it you heard it folks yep carolina you know where to find me yeah. i actually talked to a realtor this week about two acres of land that came up for sale by my parents place had a real kind. My parents are gonna go look at it for me this weekend. I may nice. scoop that up just just to have it oh, as a so down, the, Grant, down the road. When thing. Grant retires at like thirty five, yep, exactly. Well, give me give me four or five more years. <laughs> yep. say, yeah. So we all know what's gonna be running through the rivers. Uh, that money, yeah. <laughs> he's wandering yeah. in. Yeah, we know what's up. <laughs> Daddy, Daddy signed that contract. Okay, on blast in public. <laughs> shout, yeah, out to, shout out to the listeners. You've seen Ozark. That yeah. whole story's about Grant, dude. And don't trust Will. His ass is blowing my cover. Exactly, exactly. Cartels come from uh, you. Now. Oh, hey, man. This whole podcast unairable. Oh, <laughs> right. It was fun though. This might be the most perfect podcast we've ever had. Yeah. So. <laughs> Let's roll with it. 
Uh, I had to make up a new one on the spot because I was gonna go with some sort of a like if you could go anywhere. Wow. I was gonna hit you with if Synergy. you had a if you had a plane ticket that said from Austin to and it was blank, Ooh. like where would you go? Ooh. But uh, I'm gonna skip that because you you just made him talk about travel. So yeah. um, probably I'm, a more I'm deeper than that, guys. I'm not just travel. Well, you know? <laughs> so it's probably gonna be a, a much more difficult question. Um, uh, if you remember, you would ask a question about high school to Calvin. Sort of triggered this in my head. We all had our our senior yearbooks or whatever, and there was the the senior superlatives, most likely to like blah blah blah. Um, if you had uh, like if you could write a senior superlative like for where you're at in your life right now, like most oh, wow. whatever, like what would that what character trait like whatever what comes to mind oh man um i like that yeah i like that a lot too it's funny because my buddy elliot who lives in houston now but uh we went to high school one of my my closest friends he sent me a picture of me out of the yearbook senior year because i was you know i'd I'd worked really hard to get like super involved and so i had a decent amount of photos in that yearbook and one of them god i was such a douche i i had the photo he sent me was my superlative one i can't remember what it was but all I know is I was wearing uh, white uh, cargo uh, plaid shorts mm. with a black cutoff shirt that was cut down to like my hips. You, yes. know, you guys rock the cutoffs that were like yeah. basically, um, basically oh, yeah. no, show but I know your nipples. You know, like just wide to, enough I've to cover the nipples. Gym you know, before, yeah. So bad. <laughs> I didn't have a chest at that point. I was called what they called a bird chest. So <laughs> I still had it, but it was not cool looking on me. Anyway, sorry. So yeah, he sent me that picture, and I was just thinking, and I actually funny that was the last time I probably had the shaved head, but I had the the fake rock earrings Mm -hmm. oh so cool man um but nowadays like i look back on those times and and man i just like see a kid that like was just trying to find his way you know like we all probably were in high school you know and i i was peacocking hard at that age trying to present a different front um i feel really good now so like my superlative would be like like most likely to to go for it i guess Mm -hmm. would probably be it because that's i mean that's part of the haircut thing was kind of this resolution i made to myself yesterday was like you know, it's time to get back on your horse. You know, 2018, when I started my first business, it failed. It really kind of made me like put my tail between my legs, tuck it and run for a little while and kind of play it safe. Um, and life's been awesome. Right. But I'm like ready to kind of get back on that horse and, and go for it again. So Love stay it. tuned. Yeah. Six months yeah. or so from now, we'll see. But uh, yeah, most likely to go for it would be awesome. Love it. And just to chime in, Calvin, you're still brewing up your question unless mm-hmm. you have it. I think too, like, most likely to be a good person, what your shirt says, because, ah, thank you. you know, you talk, we had that session, that podcast session, we talked about bullying and how you went through actually a stage of going from being the, being bullied to being the bully. And, you know, I'm sure there's some kids in high school that probably looked at you as like, oh man, like, you know, he's just an, an asshole. He's a bully, yep. like picks on me. And, you know, fast forward to now, man, I think that shirt says a lot. I think, I mean, you are an amazing person. Man, and you need to know you. that, but I think that's something too. You could be most likely to be a good person. I appreciate that. And that's that. what this world needs more of. Like, yeah. let's be real. Like, yeah. um, you know, I think one of the coolest things possible or coolest things that happened recently was that snow apocalypse here yeah. because everyone was a good person. Everybody yeah. was helping each other. Yeah. And if only the world was like that every day, yeah. you know, we'd be in a lot better shape. So yeah, I think you Man, should also that. think of Thank that you. as well. Cause Thank you. that's a great shirt too. Thank so, you. Yeah. Denver, baby. You turned me on to this brand. FYI. It's a great brand. That's my yeah. phone right here. Yeah, me too. Oh, you see that? Yeah. Too. I be got a good person. Be a good oh, person. The air I saw a knockoff in the Denver airport about like, have you seen the knockoff? It was something, it was a similar variation to this, like, like, like be nice to people or something, but it was like a popular brand. They're trying sense. to make it a popular yeah. brand. I was, like, mm-hmm. I was like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on. All right. What you got over there? Um, all right. So if you think about the most um, impactful things in your life. What is something that happened to you or that you did early on that you regret that has now taught you a lesson in life or that you look at as a blessing? Damn, that's heavy. Um, I would, I don't know if I can think of like a specific thing. If I rack my brain, I probably could, but I know like from freshman year of college to junior year, sophomore, junior year, Mm -hmm. like, that period of time was just like I was a shell of a man, but on the outside I was really peacocking hard, and I hurt a lot of people in that process. Um, a lot of girls that I just I was wildly insecure and and afraid of like true intimacy, um, and so like I took that out on them, you know, like just kind of like using abused girl. I, I, you know, to this day I've never cheated on anybody, but it's also probably because I never let myself get into a relationship really during that phase of my life, mm-hmm. and I was just playing hard and. Uh, I, I really feel bad about like, like if I think about how vulnerable I was in high school, late high school and throughout college mm-hmm. and how much other, the way other people treated me like shaped the rest of my life, you know, because that's a very vulnerable, vulnerable stage for all of us. 
I, I look back to, you know, all the girls that I, you know, played out or, or, you know, was, was did things that I shouldn't have done. Nothing, nothing too crazy. They're just kind of a dick, you know, and just like, like made them feel super insecure because it made me feel powerful. Um, and I look back and I'm like, man, I wonder how much of an impact that had on those people. And you never know. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, but I think if I could go back, I don't like to live life with regrets or whatever, but man, I would love to go back and almost just like not re relive that, but like almost be like a big brother to that, that mm -hmm. 18, 19 year old grant and be like, look, man, like here are the opportunities that are going to present themselves over the next couple of years. Like here's one way you could pr pursue it, you know, and look cool for all your buddies and like do all this stuff or like have some compassion, like understand that's a female, that's a human being on the other, you know, that you're looking at and like, like treat them with some dignity and respect. That's what I would totally change just cause I, Ooh. you know, I think about I think about that probably more than I should, yeah. but it's it's definitely shaped me, helped me be a better person nowadays. You know, nice. let's go. Yeah, circle. Yeah, that's a good, good question. question. That was that was made me sweat a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's called the hot seat, yeah, baby. Seriously. That's why I wanted to play this game. I think it's yeah. such a cool game that you know we could you know we could definitely sit around at my place afterwards and play the same game and, yeah. and drink some beers and say yeah. some you know make it a little more. A little crazy, but I think yeah. this is such a great game for for our listeners and for us yeah. guys sitting in here to get to know each other better. Yeah, um, sure. you know, on another level. So, yeah. With that being said, <clears throat> Kansas over here, baby's on the hot you seat. You yourself up, all um, right? You know, uh, Sean, you get to go first, asking me a question. Let's go. <laughs> what do you want your tombstone to say? I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> World peace. Yeah. So, it's dude, coming, I actually so. have a great idea of what. <laughs> yeah, I, he keeps I don't know what. Yeah. I, I don't want. I want. I don't want. No, don't use But I, that's another story. I don't want one of those. Don't, 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 don't actually use my question. Lucky I know your mother. Um, I this. I mean, you might tell me this doesn't pertain to you. I personally, whether I'm like reading a certain book and like a line or a catchphrase or something like really catches me or I watch like a motivational video or I see somebody say this thing, like I'll often have these like months at a time where I have sort of like a motto uh, for my life or what I'm like focusing on like throughout the day, something I'm trying to work on with myself. Um, do you have, do you have sort of a motto that you've been a mantra, if you will, that's been top of mind for you recently? Yeah. And uh, it's a great, I mean, dude, that's a great question. And, um, so it hasn't been recently, it's been for a quite a while now. Um, and I've, I learned it back in 2000 and, oh God, um, would have been 2000, summer of 2010. Um, uh, okay. yeah, it's been, a, but it's a decade. A, yeah. So it's a, but it's a mantra about that seven, I've, you're about I've, seven then? <laughs> What's that? You're about seven years old. Oh, I'm in a bit hard, 20, hard eight. At that point. Eight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. I forgot when your birthday was. I was 17. Right. Yeah. So I was 17. Um, I was living in Tampa, Florida. Uh, I was training at Tennis Smith Tennis Academy, and the uh, the director of the academy, his name was Steve Smith. And I remember, um, Carolina Panthers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> now this guy was an old white guy who wore too much sunscreen on his nose. <laughs> Adidas slides with two pairs of socks, tall socks, and little tennis shorts, and a, a sweater with a polo coming out from underneath that was never like fixed. And that a big a floppy hat. That's a like, perfect visual. Yeah, like I can see that's, Steve. <laughs> and he was mean as fire. Um, but anyway, I'll never forget like. I go to this tennis academy and I grew up playing, you know, grew up playing tennis, but also grew up playing team sports, football, baseball, you know, basketball, whatever it was. Um, and I struggled at this point. I was getting ready to go be a freshman in college. I'm struggling mm -hmm. just with this individual sport still and trying to find myself and who I am. And I'll never forget, he came up to me one day and he said, hey, man, I just missed a ball. And he said, uh, and I was just talking to myself over there, chewing myself out. And Sean's seen me play multiple times now. He, he sees the mental breakdowns <laughs> of tennis. Yeah. And I know you've you've watched me play as well, and and so he came up to me, say, "Hey man, can you been a time machine?" I was like, I'm sitting there thinking in my head, "This old man talking about." Like I was like, "No, no, sir, I can't." He goes, "Can you go back to tomorrow?" I said, "No." I said, uh, "He said, well, he's like, just say next ball." And I said, "Excuse me." He goes, "Just say next ball." He said, "You missed the ball. Turn around. Say next ball out loud, whatever." So. That motto has been my motto for a long time, whether it was something I was going through with my father, mm -hmm. going through with work, um, still with tennis to this day, uh, <laughs> or anything. I've, I've told myself, hey, man, like next ball or next point or, hey, next meeting. Like, you know, if a sales meeting doesn't go the way I wanted to, I'm just like, hey, Will, you know, next meeting. Like, because you have to have short-term memory a lot of times in, in life. And just when you mess up or when you have something not go your way, you can either sulk on it and let it really eat you up inside, or you can just say, you know what, hey, that's gone. As easy as it might sound, it's you know you might have to say it a few times. So. The next ball, next ball, next ball. But what that um, 
that's been my motto for the last, yeah, I guess decade. I mean, that is something I live by. I have it written on a dry erase board next to my desk. Um, mm-hmm. So I like that. Love I, it. Yeah. Next ball. Cool. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Um, gonna get deep, but uh, I want you to answer. Ooh. Yeah. You talked about your father a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I know a lot of my friends who don't even know who their dad is, right? Or have never had a relationship with him. What is something that, that in recent, maybe not in recent memory or when you were a kid that you enjoyed yeah. or that, you know, a lesson that your father taught you or something that you hold on to to this day that maybe you still see as a positive? I know there's been a lot of things oh, that you've talked sure. about, you know, that for sure, have been, for ne- sure. have been neg- negatively impactful, but what is something positive that you hold on to that you say, I got this from dad? Absolutely. Um, Whew. I would say, first and foremost, I mean, I, I was able to make a, a handful of really solid memories with that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, summer of 2012, I actually lived with him for the summer. First time I'd ever lived with him since my parents, you know, since they had been divorced when I was like three or four, mm. or four, uh, was when, I got to, when they got divorced. Um, but that summer brought so many so many good memories and that I will cherish for the rest of my life. I mean, I have nothing ugly to say about that summer. I got to learn how to, you know, work the cattle on the, you know, my dad lives on like a cattle ranch in South Mississippi and I got to learn how to like work the cattle. I got to go to the store every day and work all the different departments of our family business that we've owned for a long, long, long time. I got to teach tennis outside. My dad has a court of the house, an old school court. I used to, get to teach tennis out of a Dollar General shopping cart that we that we <laughs> stole. Um, <laughs> and, you know, there are so many memories that I'll always cherish. But I think one thing that I actually do get from him, and I, I would think my mom would agree, and I know she's going to listen to this podcast, is <laughs> outside of my dad's alcoholism and, and mm-hmm. things that he's struggled with and, and suffers with. I, he actually has a very crude sense of humor. And like, yeah. I always appreciated like some of the just wittiest, just like he's very witty, kind of like Sean, you know, Sean, I feel like Sean's very witty. Mm-hmm. Like he was, he had some witty, just crude and sometimes dark humor that I just find hilarious. Um, and those are things that I feel like I definitely, kind of picked up from him along the way and it's something I'll always be thankful for. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I definitely, you know, I, I'd say that and, and just the memories that summer, man, that, that summer was a really pivotal summer, even though it led into that following fall where we had our fallout. Yeah. Um, but, uh, even if he listens to this, I think, you know, Hey, like I appreciate that summer, summer 2012 living with him, um, was a big summer cause it also helped me get to fair state. You know, he was, he was actually the, the pivotal move. Like, Hey, you need to go do this. And my mom and sister are like, please don't go to Michigan. We want you to stay here. Yeah. Um, you know, and then my mom, of course, kind of fell in love with the idea as well, you know, going down the road, but he was actually the one, you know, Hey, go, go, go. So, um, I'd say, yeah, I'd say those, those two things. Nice. Awesome. I like that. Uh, I'm going to hit you with kind of another, it's not gonna be super deep hitting, Yeah, yeah. Go super ahead. Hard hitting, but everybody views you pretty much everybody views you as like this outgoing, super social guy who, who understands how to thrive in a social setting, you know, which I think, honestly, a lot of people get a, lot, a ton of anxiety around that, you know. So I think a lot of people, including myself, look to you as someone who's, like, got that figured out, that part of it figured out. What is, like, your your number one biggest social insecurity when you're out with friends, out out and about, whatever? What is your number one insecurity? Ooh, that's um, that is a, that's a tough one. Um... My number one social insecurity. Um, I think, okay, so I, I would say if if I'm in a social setting and people start to talk about um, like stocks and, and, and other things that I'm not familiar with, definitely makes me feel a little insecure, but also maybe just a little like, I'm like, damn, like I don't, like almost like behind, like, mm-hmm. you know, like you're like that kid's school, you're like a little behind, like mm-hmm. everyone else in this. And I, I feel like that sometimes makes me feel feel maybe insecure or just weird for the fact yeah. that it's a conversation that I can't thrive in or I don't know a lot about or I don't I'm not educated enough to to, to chime in. I'd say in, in social settings, like anytime that the conversation goes away where like I'm not familiar with it, I definitely it makes me feel uncomfortable and feel weird. Um, 
I'm also, I feel like I am good though at getting into those conversations and steering it somewhere else to make me kind of feel more comfortable. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah. I would say I have mastered the like, oh, like, yeah, I can yeah. chime back yeah, yeah. in and then like steer it another path. And yeah. I'm like, okay, now I'm back in a good zone. But yeah. man, that's, that's a great question. I, yeah. I think it's probably in that realm. Anytime there's a social setting where a question comes up and a, or a topic comes up and I'm not educated in it or I just don't have a lot of yeah background behind it, I'm like, damn, like, yeah. Yeah. Boy, can I say anything? I would say, you know, so yeah, that, that'd probably be it. Other Thanks. than that, yeah. I appreciate that. I, I I love being around people, so yeah. I yeah. try my best. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're doing great. <laughs> Thanks, you're guys. Doing great, sweetie. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Woo! Off the hot right. seat, I yeah. Yeah. Little, Ooh, yeah, right. Little little sweat a little bit. Yeah, passing over to yeah. this man, the pipe. John Pipe. Ooh. This is me. And you know who's it's up me. to ask him a question? Got you. The man from Kansas. Let it go. What's that, three of them? Kansas. Mm -hmm. He's been on a hot seat all night as far as I'm concerned. Three arms on his What was that tombstone you talked about? Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's um, go, man. All right, Sean. Uh, Sean, one thing, I, I know I've talked a little about this before. Um, Grant, I probably mentioned it. Um, I, have, I have this thing, which I know I date outside my race, but just know that, like, Black, the black woman to me is like the most. I've told you before that like I feel like black women have so face so many challenges in in this world and like just generally do not get a fair shot. I also know that there were two black women in your high school and somehow you met one and took them to prom. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to know at what point in your life did you feel comfortable enough to date outside your race, and do you feel like that was like a natural thing for you? Or was it something where you felt like you were an outcast and no, that person was an outcast and you just two naturally clicked? That's a great question. Yeah, it was. Damn. I actually thought fairly deeply about this before because mm. I, I always tell people one of the reasons I felt like I found myself in Austin was because I didn't really belong. Or I didn't feel, I never felt like, I mean, even in like middle school, I would have told mm -hmm. people like, this is not where I, I mean, anybody who doesn't know that's a listener, I grew up in a rural farm town in Pennsylvania that, uh, has literally one red light in it and a gas station and a volunteer fire hall. And that's the town. Yeah. Um, a few things. I mean, I feel like when I look at my direct nuclear family and then compare them to even some of my extended family or like the families of other people that I grew up there, definitely a much more open-minded, um, more supportive of not whether it was music, culture, Mm -hmm. appearance like it's just supportive in general of you know more of i guess what you would hope your parents would be which is just like yo whatever you like like awesome yeah um but also i mean i have this weird like kind of a desire to be a contrarian it's like my thing mm -hmm. i love to just even like i mean i think my instagram bio says like devil's advocate it's like i just love to push the envelope a little bit or, or try to like, Hey, you have this value or this like, why? Like, like push that. I, I grew up in rural central PA. I've been anti Penn state before it was <laughs> cool to be anti Penn state. <laughs> um, I've just always sort of been like, I want to kind of be, I think part of that was just trying to stand the being edgy. Right. That was part of, Hey, I, I'm going to be the funny kind of edgy guy. But, um, I mean, that also led into like, Hey, yeah, I know what it's like to be, uh, a white person like mm -hmm. I don't know what it's like to be let me like meet people that know what it's like to not be uh, you know a white person mm -hmm. or to have a different experience than mine um, I think that's what it's evolved into as an adult as those preferences have persisted yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. it's uh, it's more of like hey this person's clearly had a different life experience than I have and I can mm -hmm. learn things from them like um, I think that's a, a deeper level than beyond like a superficial level right um, that's a really good question. I think it's it's a combination of I think I had a more open, uh, direct like parent and and sister um, mm -hmm. that sort of supported whatever, um, and also just kind of a always wanting to just do something a little bit different. Yeah. Go against the grain. Yeah. yeah. Good question. That's a good great answer. question. Yeah. Wow. Um, mine's a little lighter. Might be. I mean, you could take it a little a little heavier if you want. But uh, are you still writing poetry? Why or why not? Poetry is a very loosely defined term, so I'll say yes. I'm no longer attempting to write like hard, structured, rhyming things. I felt like a fr I, what I realized was I would always feel like a fraud when I was writing 
And I always thought it was just because like, I'm not the poetry guy to Calvin's point. Like I sort of like, you know, theater nerds, like whatever. Right. Growing up. But, um, what I, what I realized is it wasn't, it wasn't really that it was a fraud in the, like, I was just forcing myself into these weird, like I'd been told this is what poetry is. So let me write this, uh, this stuff. Let me write what I've seen other people write before essentially. Um, so now pretty often I write much more kind of free form. I guess it falls more into like a lot of people will call slam poetry, but that can't really, it's not so slam. You have to do this after. Yeah. Right. Things. And it's not slam until you perform it. Right. It's yeah. just more of like a lot of times it's me just working out like thoughts and, and things in my head and just, um, and whatnot. But, um, absolutely. Yes. Um, I don't really ever see that stopping. Um, it's gosh, it's taken me until I was 29 to have like the courage to say, I write poetry. I'm like into poetry. Um, you're a poet. I don't know. You know what? Hey, the only way to own it. Yeah. If you write poetry, I guess you're a poet, right? Damn like right. that's the only way to yeah. do it. So you are. A poet. Um, yeah. Maybe sure. I'll maybe shout out. I know one friend. Uh, shout out our friend Wick has a stage in his backyard. Maybe I'll get to actually be a poet. Ooh, you someday. hear this, Wick? Who yeah. knows? Can't wait to throw uh, shit at but... you. Though, just <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, yeah, I'm still uh still dabbling. Still got four different notebooks floating around my apartment with Good. all kinds of different stuff written throughout them. So, yeah. I love hearing that. Yeah. Good, man. Keep yeah. it up. Well, last question of the night to wrap Whoa, it up here and then we'll, we'll, we'll end it. It's going to be here. Um, so, for our listeners out there that don't know, um, one thing I, I really admire about Sean is Sean is probably one of the hardest working people I know from his college experience of working a full-time job at a factory um, to commuting to college to grinding all over the U.S. and traveling and working uh, to now crushing it at a ginormous company. I don't know if I'm allowed to say I'm on here or not, but they're a mega company. He's doing great. But if you, what would you, what would Sean do if you had enough money to live on for the rest of your life? What would you do? Because you've worked all these other jobs. You've worked in factories. You've worked in recruiting. You've worked in, I mean, just everything around the, the sun. What would you do? Interesting question. I've always wondered it. <laughs> Been holding it for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, very, very interesting question. I mean, I have some desire. I love doing literally this right here. I mean, if you told me I could, I was set for life and the four of us could sit in a room and just bullshit with each other and put it on the internet and call it a job. <laughs> it's kind of what we, yeah, yeah, we're working on that. This is what he's pitching to me. Yeah. Um, but I think in... This is maybe, this is going to sound like a kind of a corny, like cop out answer. I don't know that I would change anything to what I'm doing right now. Boom. I think That's I'd make awesome. a lot of, in, I think I'd make a lot of investments and I would do. Don't a talk lot. to Will about them though. Yeah. That'll make you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> well over my head. I would, do, I would do a lot of things. I would, you know, I don't know. I would make sure, you know, I buy my dad every Mustang he's ever wanted. You know, make sure mom yeah. and dad got the house, all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. like, the yeah the concept of not working i actually get this from my dad it's probably where i get my work ethic from both mom and dad but my dad would tell you today if you ask him like he he, the concept of retirement doesn't make sense to him like it just the idea of just okay i've worked really hard and i've got these things and now i'm gonna sit in my house and not do anything and just yeah enjoy a house right Mm -hmm. like the whether that's you know irrational or not, I mean, there's plenty of people we know that have done some incredibly smart financial things and retired in their 30s and 40s and are living incredible lives. But with what I've grown up around and been modeled, the way I'm wired, like the concept of not grinding and working hard. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's where the satisfaction yeah. and the enjoyment comes from is putting in that work to see the effort. Um, I think I'd be a very... I, I think I'd be one of those horrific stories you'd see where like if somebody handed me hundreds of millions of dollars, you would I would have I'd piss it away somehow and be like in a jail cell or a rehab facility yeah. somewhere. Like the the grind is sort of what keeps me on that right path. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't think I would change Boom. anything. That's awesome. I love. I, might, I hope you know like how awesome it is that you feel that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that shows a lot that. of who you are as a person yeah. and your character. Yeah. So. Uh, well, boys. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Oh, geez. In the house. But, uh, dude, 
guys, I want to just thank each and every one of you for, you know, I know this podcast been a little unorthodox, you know, <laughs> yep. but that's what I want it to be tonight because this is, this is the boys, this is the OGs, the, the, the founding members of Guy mm -hmm. Talk, where Guy Talk was born. Mm -hmm. And uh, to the point that it's at today is just, is incredible. And, um, you know, I, I want to make sure, and I, and I say this wholeheartedly, like it wouldn't be here without G, Calvin, Sean. And myself, I mean, like, so yeah, I'm very right. thankful to have you guys in my life yeah. um, and to continue to have you in my life for the rest of my life. Um, and with that, I mean, you know, please, if you're listening out there, make sure you call, text somebody you're close to, give them a holler, check in on them. Uh, also, you know, check us out on YouTube, Spotify, yep. all podcast platforms. Leave us a review on Apple, please. Yes, That'd yeah. be awesome. Anything you can do, the follow, the likes, the the, the comments, everything helps us grow with you guys and uh we really appreciate it and it's friday night and you know what that means boys call of duty hey <laughs> no, let's go hey, we're gonna go have i thought it was denver oh, oh denver boys we never really know <laughs> but any of that hey guy talk radio signing off much love thanks for thanks for listening and tuning in guy talk fam. And love yeah, you boys love you boys see you next week cheers cheers, cheers. <laughs>